What's up, folks? You are tuned into the Failing Frequency. I am Ethan. I'm Mike. And we like talking about Star Trek. We do. And what are we covering this week? Oh, we got lots of news. We got lots of news. Yeah. We got some. We got some sad news. We got some happy news. We got some mm. real world news. We got some fluff. And yep. then we're going to be talking about the next series of Star Trek Picard, which debuts in one week's time, Mike. A week today. Yeah, Seems to have come around real quick. We, we've had a couple of weeks, you know, all of January and then last week as well, where we were like, how are we ever going to fill like this amount of time? And the answer, you know, we did two episodes of, of Conspiracy Trek. Of nonsense. And then I was far too... <laughs> Bloody busy to do anything else. <laughs> hey man, that's 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 what you get for having a real job, Mike. Yeah, that's how they get uh, me. But how before we get into any of that, man, how you doing? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. As we were just alluding to, uh, I've been exceptionally busy uh, last while, so I've been half asleep. But now I'm I'm half awake again. I've had an easy yeah. week this one, so nice. easy week and looking yeah. forward to. Um, the weekend got a couple of things planned for the weekend that are actually enjoyable for once so that's all right nice yeah you said about me, yourself uh, pick, um uh, oh i'm good i'm down i'm down in the in the living room of, oh. of the house you know i'm you know i'm living in domestic bliss with my partner um mm -hmm. and my my location for these recordings keeps changing um it does. Currently, we're getting a real tour <clears throat> of the house aren't we mate currently i am <clears throat> down on the ground floor um, so my partner is way up in the top bedroom, um, for when their son comes to visit, um, to, to create the most amount of space between the two of us. Yep. Because apparently I'm loud. Who knew? Fuck off. <laughs> Fucking loud. Listen, I'm passionate. Yeah. Passionate. Passionate, passionate. Until I do the levels, and then I take your passion down just half a notch. I mean, you can do your best. Yeah. You can do your best to dull yeah. this passion. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Mm, good. Whatever. Good. Whatever. Yeah. Fine. It, Whatever. It's like I've we're getting a house this... tour, so. I've got all this room for activities and being loud. Yeah. I just know tomorrow morning they're just going to be like, God. You are so loud. Like, I'll tell you what, why don't I just fucking record outside next week? Yeah. And you, then the neighbors this is the trouble. You don't have like a curtain right in front of you as well um, this time, which you had last time. That was taking mm. some of the sound and not this time. Not this time. Nope. No. Whatever. 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 Um, shall we get into it? Yeah, let's get into it. Let's get into okay. it. Okay. So as always, um, whenever there's sad news, uh, we uh, we knock that one out first. Um, yeah. uh, I think it was last week, maybe the week after. I think it was just after we last recorded. Yeah. Um, the uh, was reported the sad passing of Annie Wershing, who mm. of course played the Borg Queen in season two of Picard. Very sad. Um, she had apparently been diagnosed with cancer in 2020 and kept it to herself uh, and uh, obviously yep. lost that battle uh, on uh, in January 45. 2023. 45, 45 man, fucking it's sucks. Not old, is it? Yeah. 
that is not um, a fair run at it, 45. You know. No. Mm. No. And, like, you know, uh, just going through her um, her filmography. Um, her first role. What is her first role? First role. Star Trek Enterprise episode Oasis. She played Liana. Yeah. First role Crazy. and almost the last role. I think she did something after. Absolutely. Um, and, yeah, it looks like she, she had, like, you know, a fair crack at a few series. She did like one episode of just about every fucking TV show in the early 2000s. Yeah. We got Frasier, Angel, Charmed, Killer Instinct, Out of Practice, Cold Case, fucking Boston Legal, Supernatural. 24. She was in a few episodes of 24. She was in fucking, yeah. pardon me, that Dallas reboot. She's in all kinds of shit. She was in the one and only episode of Birds of Prey. Really, yeah, and it, it's it's a hard job being a they they call it journeyman performers, don't they? Where it, you know you you don't have a permanent role anywhere really, because no. you're always always hunting for a job. You're always having to you know try and get into it. What a new character, the the core of that character is. So the the people who can do it are often very skilled at that role. Yeah. Mm. Um, working class actors. Yeah. Yeah. Um, doesn't look like there was at any point, like any like extended time when she wasn't working really. Um, so, you know, hard working actor. Yeah. Um, oh my God. She was, she was woman at party in Bruce almighty. Wow. Crazy. How would you land that harder role? <laughs> I mean, you know, I guess it's a vibe thing. You know, you got to be a party woman. Yeah. Um. You know, I I thoroughly enjoyed her as um as the Borg Queen. Yeah. You know, I love the Borg Queen. Weirdly sexual. Um. Yeah. You know, I think she. Uh, you know, and in the role, she definitely did the most with the least amount of limbs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh certainly up there, you know for for second best um Borg Queen really. Because there's the main one from First Contact and then there's the Absolutely. filling one from Voyager, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she had like something it was she had, it was more interesting. It was a lot more interesting because oh, yeah. like there was there was um you know, there was there was something going on behind the eyes. You know, there was mm. there was cogs ticking, and that really came through in the performance, even through all the makeup and stuff. Yeah. Mm. Um, so yeah, sad times. Sad um, times. We'll be missed. Ah. Yeah. Um, but onto less depressing news, maybe. I mean, slightly less depressing. It's uh, it's the return of our old friend Paramount Plus. Oh yeah, um, Paramount Plus uh, is going to be uh, absorbing, resorbing Showtime like a congenital twin. Um, yeah, integrating it uh, into itself. Um, like like Tetsuo just sucking up teenagers at the end of Akira. Um, we've got Variety reporting uh, through a leaked internal memo 
Um, last year, almost one year ago, we announced that Viacom CBS would become paramount, harnessing the power of our combined portfolio to become one integrated company. Blah, 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 blah. In the same spirit, I'm thrilled to share the next step in our company's evolution. Today, we're announcing that we will be fully integrating Showtime into Paramount Plus across both streaming and linear platforms later this year. What does that mean, linear platform? Um, I think it is direct TV. So that isn't, you know, that's not streaming. The opposite of streaming. That's just TV. Yeah. Yeah, but it doesn't sound cool. It doesn't have a no. vibe to it. And and speaking of not sounding cool, isn't the name of this new streaming service Paramount Plus with Showtime? Or is it just Paramount Plus and Showtime? So they haven't the, combined the, yeah, them. The linear, le- the linear network will become Paramount Plus with Showtime in yeah. block caps. That's terrible. So it's, so it's Paramount Plus with Showtime. I know, I know both are, are brands that you probably want to keep around, but having both of them like that, I don't yeah. know. I don't like I it. I mean, what do yeah. they even have? What, do, what does Showtime have? Well, well, this is the thing. In the US, it's separate, and you used to be able to buy them as bundles, so Paramount Plus and Showtime as a bundle. Over here, I think it's just all on Paramount Plus. Kind of like how Disney Plus and Stars in the US. So like Yellow Jackets and Yellowstone and other shows with yellow in the title, I think are Showtime in the States. But over here, they're just on Paramount Plus. Right. So So we got Dexter, Shameless, Homeland, Ray Donovan. Pretty sure those are mostly available on other platforms here. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. We're, we're not going to get that Dexter or Dexter prequel now they're saying, isn't it? Yeah, what the fuck is that? What the f- what whatever. Yeah. It's just going to be Who cares? It can only really be what's his name is dad showing him how to kill and stuff like that, can't it? Which they kind of did anyway with <laughs> the last season of Dexter. And, and also, like they'll just they'll just make it like like so it's not actually that bad. Yeah, they'll 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 fucking nerf the serial killer aspect of him. Yeah. Whatever. Mm. Um. <clears throat> anyway, on to uh, fucking enough of that recurring villain, and on to the second recurring villain, yeah. um, with some more news about the long dead Star Trek Four project. So Matt Shackman, Shackman, director um, or showrunner of WandaVision and now doing, yes. what is he doing? He's doing Fantastic Four nowadays. Doing Fantastic Four. Yeah. Keep, keep hold of that. Um, the rap reports um, in an interview, uh, Matt Shackman said, I had a great time working on Star Trek for a little over a year working closely with J.J. Abrams and everyone at Paramount. And I love that franchise. And I love that cast. And now everyone loves each other. Love, 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 love. Uh, But movies have different journeys and momentums. And schedules are a little bit mercurial. Mm. And so when the Fantastic Four opportunity came up, it was just too hard to pass up. 
and to go back to and to go back home to Marvel, a place that I worked on one division at with those people who are wonderful collaborators. Um, so that's an interesting choice of words there. People's schedules are a little bit mercurial. Well, they couldn't get the cast didn't Anyone. know <laughs> they, were, they were apparently scheduled for it. Uh, Just how, everyone say yeah. Harsh I... it, though, like I know um, the first season of Discovery, and maybe the was it? I don't know if it was the first or second season of Picard or both. They had a showrunner, and then they were handed off to someone else to run after already doing like fifty percent of the development plus. And you go, oh, it's a shame people can't stay on, and you know we get one person's vision then. Um, like one we get division, one division. Um, but then you see stuff like this, where a guy's been working on it for a year, and that's just one of the Star Trek fours. There's been multiple projects of it, and he's like, this isn't going at any sort of pace. I need to leave. <laughs> yeah, and he gets the call from Marvel, and they're like, "Do you want to come make Fantastic Four? And he's like, "Absolutely!" Yeah, I'm, de- I'm very fucking suspicious of it when he says he's working closely with J.J. Abrams. I don't believe that. Um, you know, he was doing Star Wars for a million years. Yeah, but um, it's J.J.'s production company, whatever it is, Bad Robot, that has um, the right of first refusal, I think, to all the Star mm-hmm. Trek films now, or at least for a good while. So you'd have to be buddies with JJ. Well, clearly it just wasn't going anywhere. The whole cast being like, yeah, I'd totally be up for it. Okay, so when are you free? No time soon. How much you decided to pay me? Yeah. Yeah. We've got a contract that says you'll you'll pay me this. And last time you offered me a portion of that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Now I'm worth this much. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he's, he, he made some comparisons between Fantastic Four and Star Trek. Um, they're both about optimism and looking to the stars and technology and your wife cheating on you with a fish man. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, um, I can kind of see that. I definitely hope that, um, the Fantastic Four movie is, is kind of TOS-y. Yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to retro-futurism. Everyone's been saying for a good while, haven't they, that you need to do a, a retro-y Fantastic Four and why don't you just set it in the 70s or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I don't necessarily think we'll get a 70s movie, but, you know, it'd be nice to have that sort of story back. Optimism. Yeah, set it, set, it in the, set it in the 60s. In the mm. 60s. Um, have you seen the, the previews for um, Hello Tomorrow? Uh, I have, I have. Give it that kind of vibe. Yeah. You know, make the fantastic car look like a flying Cadillac. Yeah. Um, what What do and, they call it? And like then, the... And then bring it to the future. What's What's that sort of thing? Like Bioshock and what's that art style where it's Bioshock or Portal or, um, or like what you're talking about there, the Apple TV show? Um, you know, retro it's... futurism. Is it just retro futurism? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then, yeah, why not? please mm-hmm. yeah man mm. um spaceships and quiffs yeah oh man anson mount would be a good uh, mr fantastic he's got he? the gray he'd be great for it 
Um, I don't know. I I don't think Mr. Fantastic's a bit of a bastard as well. And I I, I know is he? he probably can I know be. he's a fucking cook. Yeah. <laughs> but like, although I he would be a bastard, but he might have a scene where it's him and five hundred other ants and mounts in a room. Maybe that, that would be, be worth it. Is he yeah. is he a is he a bastard in the sense of like um, you know, he, he did it for science. Yeah, he, he's a bastard in that, you know, the occasionally he'll do stuff that is completely immoral. Uh, you know, what's the bad guy's name out of Watchmen where he, you know, starts a war to prevent or... Ozymandias. Kill, Ozymandias. He kills a load of people to prevent at war. He, you know, some versions of Mr. Fantastic would do that sort of stuff. Yeah, and there's like that multiverse because he's very multiversal, fantastic, uh, Mister Fantastic. So there are versions of him with the Infinity Gauntlet that are just gone bad. Um, right. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Don't trust the stretchy guy. Mm. Um, he's got a speculum. Uh, in oh, in good news. Mm. Finally, we'll get to some good news. Good news. Uh, and this is actually fucking sick news. Um, Star Trek Prodigy Season 2, Chapter 1, Verse 1, will be coming to screens this year, 2023. Yeah. Um, can you, Adam and Steve, it? My only hope is that it's 20 episodes in a run and it's not going to be the first <laughs> half of the season again. It's not going to do 10 episodes and then leave it for a year and a half and then come back again. Mike, we are gonna get five episodes. That's what I reckon. Oh, no. We're gonna get we're gonna get two and a half episodes one week. Then a month later we'll get the other half of an episode. Then two months later we'll get an episode. Then we'll get them every week. Yeah. Um for a couple of weeks. Mm. It's just they should have just called them seasons and structured them like that. You know the um the physical media, the DVD or Blu-rays or whatever of Prodigy Season 1 have started to come. And they are Prodigy Season 1, Chapter 1. So it's that first 10 episodes rather than the full 20, which mm-hmm. is ridiculous. Well, they've, they've said here, nice, he's got the uh, the bathtub plum liqueur. Whoa. Nice. Um, so they, they've said, um, uh, so Ben... Hibon, Hibon, Ben Hibon, um, said that um, production was in full swing with different episodes of the 20 episode season at different stages of completion. Um, but yeah. at the time, they were, they were already doing the final mix on the first two episodes. So mm. maybe we will actually get like a structured week to week 20 episode because they are currently you know, working, if not have finished, you know, a majority of them, but they're, you know, they've worked on all of the episodes rather than presumably doing chapters at a time. Yeah. And it's hard really, because they they clearly have less budget than Bad Batch. Bad Batch has fewer Mm. episodes, um, but Bad Batch as well took more than a year to come out with a second season. So Mm. you're like, hmm. Yeah, I'm not digging this this season of Bad Batch. A lot of the episodes have just been a bit f- fucking fillery. 
Yeah, I didn't like first season. The last two episodes were all right. If you've I seen the, the most first recent season. two. Yeah, the most recent two are very good. Yeah, yeah. They're the only ones worth watching this season. Pretty much. There was that one episode where where you're following the, the fucking the, the, the sniper guy getting up to some being a being a dodgy cunt. Yeah. Captain Black from um Captain Scarlet. He is like Captain Black. Yeah. Um Yeah. Nice one. Yeah. Prodigy, season two. This year. Who'd have fucking thunk it? Hmm. Um, you a fan of Jimmy Kimmel? Uh yeah, enough. Yeah. He's all right. Uh, well, Eddie Murphy was on Jimmy Kimmel promoting his new movie, You People, um, which kind of looks like a, 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 a Netflix reboot of um, Look Who's Coming to Dinner. Yeah. Um, but for the whites. Mm. Oh, how hard it must be to be a white man marrying a black woman. Well, well. Before we move off, you people, have you seen? I, I only saw it today. Like, saw the news story on it or whatever. Um, the, there's a final kiss in it, and the kiss is CGI between the two main characters. Yeah, I saw. I saw something about that. Like, what the? Okay. And all the reviews, all the comments are saying like, "Oh, you know, I'm surprised it was just this because they had no chemistry during the film." So I'm <laughs> desperate to watch it just to see this film with no chemistry. I'm surprised Jonah Hill wasn't completely CGI'd into the film entirely. Yeah, it's fantastic. Now, the only person he's ever had on-screen chemistry with is um, the the kid from Arrested Development and Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, Eddie Murphy was on Kimmel, and um, he's you know i've i've heard it said around town i've heard word on the street that eddie murphy was offered the role of the whale person and mm-hmm. uh, not like a whale person but like Ooh. the you know the the human that that l- likes whales yeah. um in in star trek 4 the voyage home uh, but he said the reason as to why um uh and i quote um yeah you know which one it was i don't uh it was the uh, it was the one where they go to san francisco and they get the whales i was gonna be the one that they met when they got to san francisco and i was like no i want to go and beam up and be on the ship so i didn't do it he wanted to be crew yeah i mean it would have made that romance between kirk and uh (laughs) interesting Mm. Well, apparently it would have been more of a Spock and Eddie thing because yeah. he goes on to say, yeah, they had me talking jive to Spock, which I actually think would have been a lot of fun. Yeah. You know, it's the 80s. It's the height of, you know, Eddie Murphy and that whole, you know, black people are like this. White people are like this. Hmm. Um, kind of comedy film anyway, thing, um, Voyager. You know, uh, and like Spock is like the whitest man on earth. Or in space. Mm. You know, it would have been fun. Yeah. Um, you know, seeing Eddie Murphy call uh, Spock a, a turkey. Um, yeah. Instead of, because um, he picks up, doesn't he, during the film, like Kirk's euphemisms or whatever, like double dumbass. Instead of picking up all them, he can just pick up whatever Eddie Murphy puts down. Motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
That'd have been great seeing Kirk say motherfucker. Or a whole bunch of homophobic slurs. Honestly, it's so sad. So sad going back and rewatching comedy that I watched in my youth. Yeah. Eddie Murphy's Raw. I was mm-hmm. always like, oh man, it's classic. And then I rewatched it and I was like, oh my God, I couldn't even make it through the first like 20 minutes. Oh my God. Yeah. But it's fine. Times the change. Fun- you just skip to the last joke when he's doing an impression of his drunk dad. That's the funniest thing in the whole show. Uh, yeah. Uh, past all the homophobic shit. Hmm. So we got um, Jonathan Frakes um, mm-hmm. spilling some spilling some beans, shaking beans all around the room mm-hmm. uh, uh, in an interview with SFX magazine. Let me just... It was such a treat for me because it is a flat-out comedy, full-on, and they're fearless over there. They take some really big swings on Strange New Worlds. They're animated at the beginning and at the end. Yeah, so this, this is him talking about the crossover, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, spoiler warning. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a clever and simple product. Um, it's not really... They keep saying it's not going to be like Roger Rabbit. Like, yeah, we know mm. it's not going to be... Like, there's no way that you would do that. Yeah. Yeah, well, whatever. So apparently it's going to... So it's going to be... It's going to be bookended, animated style, like Lower Decks. Um, yeah. Where did Where did we... Where did we end the series on Lower Decks? Um, we had the new science officer join. Um, Boimler was still bold Boimler. Uh, the Texas class was destroyed. And there was, mm-hmm. it was all the California classes together. So, like, they're now the king of the California class. Okay, cool. Mm. So, like, I think we're going to maybe get, like, a, a mini continuation of their storyline, kind of like how we got, like, that Mandalorian episode in the middle of Boba Fett. Yeah. Oh, my God. Krabby's has gone down half a percent. How dare they? Sign of the times. Am... It's like shrinkflation, isn't it? If you want, you can pour some um, 45% <laughs> shlivel in it. Hey, man. That would be nice in this. Mm. Da I am so angry I could spit. What were we talking about? Uh, the crossover. Oh, yeah. The crossover, yeah. So this is going to be fun. It's it's a yeah. it's a balls out comedy episode. Mm. With everyone's balls out. Yeah, you know we got mm. Jack Quaid. Um, um, uh, son of we've got Jack, son of Dennis of House Quaid, mm-hmm. um, uh, who you know he he did a lot of improv comedy. We've got Tony Newsom, she's done a lot of improv comedy. Yeah, um, from my understanding, it's only them heading into the the past or whatever, which is a bit of a shame because you know yeah, they they are not my favorite characters in that show. My favorite characters are the other two. Yeah, well, I mean, it's going to be bookended, so it's going to, you know, we're probably going to get a bit mm. of the start with, like, you know, Boimler and Newsom, uh, Bo- Boimler and Tendy, Mariner. Mariner. Boimler and Mariner mm. going through a fucking cupboard full of Easter eggs. 
and they're gonna yeah. go oh what's this and then he's gonna you know drop it and he's gonna be like oh my foot uh, and he's gonna press a button and they're gonna get zapped back yeah and Meh. then they're gonna be like oh no this is just this is this is like 20 minutes before that terrible thing happened we have to make sure it still happens yeah i could write for star trek easy <laughs> I mean, I think you just wrote the episode there. You know, if they haven't yep. already filmed it, they should take pointers. Yep. Yeah. Um, uh, so we got An Anson's a wonderful comedian, very dry, but so's Rebecca. It encouraged Ethan, that's me, and everyone. There were just a lot of positives that came out of them having the guts to go to do a full-on comedy, let alone a crossover with an animated show. Yeah, I mean, there's been some full-on comedy episodes of Star Trek. Yeah. You know, the magnificent Ferengi mm. is fucking hilarious. Most of the Ferengi episodes are, are comedies, aren't they, really? Yeah. Mm. Um, that bit where they're fucking puppeting a zombie Vorta. Like, this is so dark. Yeah. <laughs> Weekend at Bernie'sing him. Yeah. Um... Um, we got some slice of life news. We got some sli a bit of slice of life news. Um, What's happening, slice of life? Slice of life. Um, if you go on down, uh, to uh, the world's oldest mouse in human care is a tiny critter living at the San Diego Zoo Safari Park. At mm. uh, nine years and two hundred and ten days, little. Pat, named after Patrick Stewart, is the oldest mouse in human care. Yeah. Named oh, after, like... so probably the oldest mouse, let's be honest. Yeah, the oldest <laughs> mouse. Much like Patrick Stewart, the oldest man on earth. Yeah. Um, in, in, also in human care. Yes, yeah. Uh, That's why um, he married his wife, you know. Yeah, she's his human. Yeah, his carer, uh, certainly. Yeah. Mm. Um, is a first for the Guinness World Records, which previously had no category for world's oldest mouse. Um, if if I knew that, I could have got the world's greatest, like, oldest mouse, um, you know, being his handler and just picked up a mouse, wrote to them and being like, this is the oldest mouse. Prove me uh, wrong. Ah, uh, well. Um, hold on. Um, Guinness World's Record uh, adjudicator Michael Emprick said, there may be old mice, but they don't have birth certificates, unlike this one does. So you've also got to forge a birth certificate. A very small one. Thank you. Yeah, tiny little mouse <laughs> birth certificate. Yeah. Um, human care. More mm. like human captivity. Indeed. Mm. Let it run a free. Slave. Do you know what? Do you know what he's doing there? Experiments. He's, he's a breeder. Oh. They're using him for his body. I mean, I'll sign up for that. Not Hang really. On. No, it's Hang a terrible on. existence for those animals. They get you know pumped for more than information. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah. It's slavery. You know, yeah. they 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 just they drain them. They drain them to make more little Mises, and then mm. they stick them in a wheel to power the lights. 
I bet he wishes uh, he was one of these mouse uh, mice being, you know, administered arthritis drugs being tested on them as well. This poor bet, old I, mouse. I bet he wishes he had a fucking opportunity. You know yeah. what I mean? To fucking to to get out of there. Mm. To take the fucking yeah. take the fucking e- easy way out. Yeah. I wish him all the best. Mm. Go get that um, cheese. Yeah, mate. Go get that mm. cheese in the sky. Yeah. Um, you'll you'll get no judgment from me, my friend. No. Nope. Poor little fucking slave mouse. Mm. Stood. Thanks. <laughs> Um. So, in a in should we go? Update, yeah, I was going to say continue with the real world news. Yeah, mate. In an update um, to some really stupid news from a couple of weeks ago. So, when we did the uh, the Roswell episode, I shared with Mike a video of um, some balls that were going around TikTok. Some balls, <laughs> and then later the on, sky. he showed me some other, you know, balloons. Yeah. <laughs> Um, fucking, so there was some balls going around in the sky. Um, there was videos of them all around TikTok and everyone was like, oh my God, it's aliens. Um, and, and Mike, what was your response? The balloons. Hey, I, I, like, I was like, could be, could Mm. be. Turns out, um, that Mike was right. Yeah. It was a fucking balloon. Not only was it a balloon, but it was a fucking Chinese spy balloon. <laughs> yeah. Man, a UFO has never been more globally destabilizing. Yeah. And and shot down, wasn't there, um, last week. And F- yep. F-22 waited until it was not over the US, considering it, it was the size of free school buses, something like that, and then shot yeah. it down. Yeah. Mm. Um, so we've got here on, uh, we're on the BBC here, um, a Chinese, Chinese balloon capable of gathering intelligence, uh, says a mm. U.S. official. A, chi- a suspected Chinese surveillance balloon that the U.S. shot down this week was able to collect communication signals, a, Uf- a U.S. official has said. Fucking hell, man. Crazy shit. Like, yeah. I know, I, I know, like, we're really good at doing spy stuff. I've got a really great idea for doing some spy shit. Why don't we get a fucking 200 foot balloon and just fire it across the sky in America? They'll never notice a giant white ball. All of those fucking UFO conspiracy theorists. They'll, they'll never be like, holy shit. What the fuck is that? Yeah. Like it's an episode of the bloody, what was the show? Prisoner. Um, where he's not a number, he's a real man, where the bouncing oh, ball yeah. follows him down the beach. It's just that, <laughs> isn't it? People having flashbacks. Like, oh, no! God. You're not going to fucking take me! Yeah. yeah. I'm like, like... I mean, At least I feel vindicated that it was a, it was a balloon. Absolutely. Um, yeah. You know, just like, just like Roswell. It was mm-hmm. a dodgy, it was a dodgy spy surveillance balloon, just like, just like in Roswell. Well, just like Roswell, the, the, you know, the government that put it up is saying that it was a weather balloon um, yeah. that went off course. Yeah, um, it was a weather balloon that went off course and we sent it straight to your house. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just like what, you know, when we are not news pundits, 
Mm. You know, maybe we aren't necessarily um, schooled in the, in the right fields to to comment on this, but mm. like, what what did they expect? Yeah. The only thing I can think is it was supposed to be like a couple of thousand feet higher. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, some of those videos are of it being quite low down, but that's balloons for you. Yeah. You know, they go up high and then eventually they start to fall down. Yeah. Using all that bloody helium. Yeah. I mean, was it helium mm. or was Who it knows? some kind of alien helium? Don't bring this back to aliens. It still might have been. It might have been. Maybe the Chinese are aliens. <laughs> Thankfully, we can mark that off our conspiracies um, mm -hmm. from from the other week as, yep. you know, we know what it was now. It's not a UFO. No, it's not a UFO. It's not a Tic Tac. It's not a gimbal. It's not a go fast. It's a balloon. Yeah. Mm. Good. But that's it for the news. Yeah. <laughs> I had how did, how did... I had one, didn't I? I had the the comic. Oh yes, of course. Um, so I, I'm still reading along to the Trek comics moments, and mm -hmm. last week I think it was we got Star Trek number four. Um, so so far in the story, Ben Sisko's back and he's hunting down a god killer, someone who's killing crystalline entities, and the Q is running away and stuff like that. And this week we found out, or last week, we found out who the God Killer it was, was. Was it Christian Bale? It wasn't Christian Bale. It was God not Paul the God Killer. Aww. It was even better for um, the, what makes sense in, in Trek. It was the clone of Kalos. And he, he's going around saying, Fuck Klingons me. kill their gods. Why are they gods in this universe? We'll just go around and kill all these gods. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Mm -hmm. I like that. Yeah. Bringing back this clone of Kalos, you know, best thing this story's done, really. That's cool. Yeah, man. Because, of course, the Klingons, they killed their gods because they yep. were more trouble than they were worth. Mm. <coughs> That's cool. Does it? Is he Is he weird and bald and, and pale and slimy? Kalos. Yeah. He, he's, he's looking healthier than Gore. Um, okay. He looks pretty much like Kalis. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, that reminds me actually of my ancient astronaut theory of Klingon oh. spaceflight. So I don't believe in ancient astronaut theory on Earth, but. But they killed the Turk, didn't they? What is it? The Herk. Herk. Yes. They killed some Turkish guy. <laughs> they killed some Turkish guy. The, yeah. um and and stole all this all of his tiles um no they killed the herc and they they took their ships what yeah. if that's where the legend of of killing the gods, the gods. yeah what yeah. if that's where it comes from yeah maybe maybe yeah. i am not up on my early klingon timeline stuff maybe could be it's all in um it's all on star trek online yeah and that's it's why actually i'm not up to date with it <laughs> very very difficult levels very difficult the, mission the actually the, the, yeah yeah very difficult mm. yeah yeah mm. 
Uh, I would say I'd get round to it, but I know I will not. <laughs> yeah. But I think that's news for this week, isn't it? Yay! Yay! News done. Anyway, should we talk about our, our main topic of the day? Yay! Yay! Which is Picard Season 3 is out this time next week. And we'll be talking about it this time next week. But we've also got all the previews and stuff like that to talk about this week for it. So we had we had a final trailer, didn't we? Um, mm-hmm. What a week, two weeks ago. Yeah, man. Yeah. During sports, sports go sports. Yay! Thanks for the sports. Yeah. Whoever was playing, I hope they you know played well and enjoyed their game. Yeah, um, I, I, yeah, I put money. I made a bet that everyone would have a good time. Ah, oh, did it come through? Yeah, uh, it did. Oh, good. I, I'm good. now a millionaire. Ooh, very nice. Good odds then, yeah. Um, but we had that final trailer, and Terry Metalis went online and broke down every single second of it. Really, um, he needs to shut the fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> like no offense, you know, not not giving Terry Metalis any shit, but like he needs to fucking stop. Yeah, giving away a lot. Yeah. I think I'm tending to think now that this is a bit not damage control for this season, but knowing what a lot of the reactions were for Picard season one and two, trying to get people back into it of don't worry, this isn't, I was going to say, this isn't your grandpappy's Picard. This is not your child's Picard season one and two. And <laughs> this is a completely different Picard. Um, look at this all the is- cast that's back. Look at all the bridge crew who I name and show pictures of. You know, look at all the story beats I can allude to without, you know, breaking any sort of NDA. Yeah. It, mm. But it is all it is a lot of like classic, you know, pardon me, new trek sound bites. Like it's a ten hour movie. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's a little bit of the old and a little bit of the new. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's all the characters you love, but maybe they're not all completely safe. Yeah, they're all completely uh, safe. It's fine. It's 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 all it's <laughs> it's all the same old stuff that they've that they always say. Yeah. Um, for Picard especially. Mm. Um, However, they've also given at least the first six episodes to a couple of Picard haters, um, people who um, you know say, oh, I can't believe New Trek, you know, this isn't really Star Trek, how dare they? Those kinds of people. And the reactions back have so far been mostly positive. Hmm. So... That has, you know, that maybe that, uh, I mean, that are we sure that doesn't have anything to do with like, oh, thank you, sir. Thank yeah. you for the morsels. Thank you for handing down something for free for me. Thank you yeah. for the attention. Hmm. Yeah, it could could very well be. And, you know, if, if I wanted to put stock in anyone's opinions, it wouldn't be the people who were, you know, like, oh, no, this isn't Star Trek. Star Trek is like this. I've seen Star Trek before, and it's not like this. You know, those whiny bastards. <laughs> Star, Trek, Star Trek is like, I made a TikTok comparing um, The Last Jedi to Star Trek. And one of the points I had was that, like, The Last Jedi tried to do something new with the franchise. 
Mm. And I and I listed all the different times that Star Trek has done something new. And mm. like that is what Star Trek does. It does new things every time. Yeah. You good? I am, I am. Good? It is uh, maybe some ice. Ice I know. I should I should have got I don't even know if you're supposed to drink it straight, presumably. Um yeah, yeah, I'd looked yeah. it. I googled I googled it before, when we were in the green room to see what it is, and it's you know, you can drink anything straight. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, um, but yeah, I, I I don't want to put. I, I wasn't a major fan of Picard season one, but I thought there were good. There was good stuff in it. Picard season mm-hmm. two, I thought was uh, pretty poor overall, or very poor overall. Um, but still, I, I don't want to put stock in those guys' opinions. Really, <laughs> no. I'm definitely. I'm more looking forward to. To be honest, I'm I'm really looking forward to this season from everything yeah. that we've seen in all the trailers. Um, mm. You know, we've got old characters. You know, we've got something old and we've got some something new. Mm. You know, we've got like a new crew of the Titan. We've got all the old guys from TNG. We've got mm. um, Honey Bunny from Pulp Fiction. Um, yeah. You know, Moriarty. We've got... So... How many weeks ago it was, I threw out the theory that they'd announced that Beverly hadn't seen Picard for 30 odd years or whatever. And I said, oh, I, you know, there's only one twist that a writer knows if two characters haven't seen each other for, you know, 10 plus years is one of them's got a son. And the, there seems to be a character in this um, who who's he played by? Ed Spielers from The oh, Outlander. Oh, the 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 um the Eddie Redmayne looking motherfucker. Yeah, Eddie oh, Redmayne, but you know, not so thin in the face. Um, yeah, like, and I'm just like, he... if that's Picard's son, you know, it, it's um, I I called it without even seeing yeah. his face. He's he's uh, he's he's a real Etonian looking. Yeah, I feel like I'm all like my inherent um. My, my inherent and like anti-classist mm. like although it's somewhat classist but like like I, uh, I have i have a natural sort of disdain for for the um for the usual class of actors that that our british isles produces because they are all fucking yeah the they are all of the upper crust mm. there's no good working class actors no um and yeah, in this, he's working with Bev, at least at the start, we know. Um, working. Working with, hopefully not fucking. Um, working. Yeah. But then we see in the trailer, or it's cut together in the trailer, like he's pulling a weapon on the TNG crew. So is he double-crossing Bev? Is he Bev's son? Is he double-crossing Bev and Bev's son? Who knows? Is he working on the Genesis project with his mother? Yeah. Wrath of Khan. Yeah. You told me to stay away, and I did. Oh, my yeah. God. My son, you Klingon bastards. You killed my son. Yeah. So, you know, it wouldn't be unusual for them to pull off uh, a TNG, uh, a TOS movie for... Uh, a season of Picard since last season was pretty much saving the whales mm-hmm. without any whales. Um, no. Yeah. 
So yeah, I think that that's that's where we are with it. We also got a full announcement since last time we recorded. I think of the captain, <coughs> um, Captain Liam Shaw, played oh, yes. by Todd uh, Stashwick, isn't it? Yeah. Well, we there had been a lot of speculation going around the internet that they yeah. teased in in the um, in on on Twitter. Um, but yeah, we got Liam Shaw. Yeah. That. He's clearly dead, isn't he? Oh, he's fucked. Yeah, two he's, episodes. He's fucked. Maybe. Yeah, he's fucked because obviously, you know this this whole season is just going to be a backdoor pilot for for whatever show um, they do next, and obviously Seven of Nine is going to be the captain. She's the first yeah. officer now. She's going to be the captain. Mm. So yeah, he's fucked. Doomed. Is that is that how you think they're they're backdoor piloting it then? Because mm-hmm. obviously yes. they've talked about handing over to um, TN, TNG, the next, the next generation. Well, um, we've got like this. Have you have you seen? We've got on on Trek movie. We've got like a nice little roll call. Yeah, Terry um, Mattel has put meet it up on the Twitter, Titan didn't he? crew. Mm. Um, and so these guys are obviously the next next generation. Um, and. Uh, you know, we've got Geordie's kid. It kind of re- like it's kind of like kind of reminds me of like a fucking Suicide Squad intro. We've got like Ensign Sydney LaForge. Unlike her sister Alandra, she didn't want to build ships; she wanted to fly them. Yeah. Uh, we got M- Matthew Alice Mura has served on the new Titan for the last three years, and exactly who you want at that station when you hear "Give them everything we've got." We got Katana. She's got my back. You don't want to mess with her. Her yeah, sword so... captures the souls of her victims. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's it's you know it's yeah. it's real cheesy. We got a, we got a Vulcan. We got a uh, Hawaiian. Hold on. Halian. Halian. Mm-hmm. Uh, they graduated at the top of their class and speak over 72 alien languages. Yeah. Nerd. Nerd. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm still thinking that the handing over to TNTNG is at some point, whether it's early on or towards the end of the season, seeing the uh, Enterprise F flying out and seeing some of the crew there or maybe the this crew some of the of this crew transfer across but i, I don't think tntng is going to be on the titan a i think it will just because just because i'm just thinking of the name yeah like that sounds good star trek titan mm. that's that's a that's that's yeah. a logo right there yeah have you been? Oh, have you seen the new series of Titan? Um, Attack on Titan? No, Star Trek Titan. Yeah, I don't know. Um, you know they can't call it Stargazer because you know it's going to have Raffi in as well, and it's just going to be like Stargaze, Stargazer, bloody Stargazer here, Stargazer yeah. over here, eh? But hey. I, I think part of me thinks that they want to keep. An enterprise is a focal point for at least one of the shows. If you know what I mean. Uh, 
I don't think they're going to, I don't think, what are they even going to call it? I don't know. The next, next generation. Yeah. TNTNG, the next, the next generation. The, the next generation. Okay. Well, well, T and N then. T N N G. T N N N N N. Yeah. The next, 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 next. Yeah. Just that. No generation. The next, next. Yeah. I know. There, there, there's got to be a name for it. That's why writers uh, are bloody paid. They can come up with like a, a title, goddammit. Because other than other than seeing the Enterprise F launch, what's what's it in the show for then? I'm thinking there's got to be a point Fan for service. It. Fan yeah. service. They're going to blow it up. No. <laughs> They're going to blow it up. They're going to blow it up. The same, you know, it's like when they... Um, when they had the uh, when they had that galaxy class ship um, in in DS nine in the in the early days of the Dominion War, yeah. they had that ship in the show purely to blow it up to yeah. to make everyone to think, show how oh, menacing fuck. the Dominion were. Yeah. Oh shit! They blew up something like the Enterprise. And this they're gonna blow up the Enterprise, and everyone's gonna go, oh shit! Yeah. And I'm. Maybe it's just a story conceit to get all the TNG crew together. Like they're they're seeing off the Enterprise F like um Scotty and Kirk and whoever else saw off the Enterprise B mm. under Harrington. Maybe they're there for that. But you know, I don't know. I just think it's a bit of a waste if that's all it well, is. Well, we might, like I said um, a few weeks ago that on in Star Trek Online, Paris, I think, is the um, captain of the Enterprise, I think. Oh, no, he might be the Voyager. Captain of Voyager. Yeah. He might be the captain of Voyager. No, that's Tuvok. Hang on. Yeah, let me just tu- double Tuvok's... check this. So Paris is in the um, comic ongoing at the moment as the helmsman of the um theseus uh i don't know what he is online christ knows avoiding his responsibilities with his child <laughs> that's what he's doing um oh yeah no it's an andorian that's that's captain yeah Meh. anyway so um in in one of his many many tweets mm. um someone asked if we were going to get any janeway and he was like, there's going to be some Voyager stuff, mm-hmm. but um, Janeway is um, strictly uh, prodigy, pardon me, prodigy bound. Um, here we go. Yeah, someone someone suggested, um, oh, I really want to know if Chakotay and um, Janeway have a kid. Gross. Um before anyone gets their hopes up, Janeway is exclusively on Star Trek Prodigy, but there are other voyages out there in the Alpha Quadrant. I mean, I've I've said before about bringing um, Janeway back for this, so I I agree with that Twitter user, um, or I'm questioning like that Twitter user. I think this might be a ploy. Mm. I'll only believe that she's not in it when. All the episodes are out. Yes. Yeah. Um, God, he tweeted so much. Hmm. Some will cry fan service. I think that stuff is organic to the world. Uh, I think he means the world of Star Trek, but it, it is also the, the world of the real world. 
Yeah. The real. Um, yeah. I know. I can't remember if it was we talked about it last time, but he'd responded to someone saying, will the Enterprise have, or will the, the Federation ships have the recreation of, um, you know, Majel Brarett's voice? And he said, no. <laughs> um, yeah, sad. Yeah. And it was, it was going to, uh, he, he said it was a money in time thing and that he'd rather spend the money getting um, people in the show rather than trying to recreate a voice, which... That's fair enough. Yeah, fine, I suppose. I, mean, I suppose. I mean, I mean, I don't know how much money it would cost. Like, there's fucking... There's a lot of AI chat, but like voice bots and stuff out there. Yeah, and half of them. I think the trouble is that with it, it's um, a lot of the recordings of her voice aren't the best. You know, if you try and take TOS recordings of her voice, it's crap. Um, some of TNG's crap as well. Um, mm. She did the, that, or she did some of that recording her voice for like, not necessarily sat navs or whatever, but making a a whole. You know, photon, not photonic. God help me out here. Um, a whole copy of her voice for like recreation. Um, but apparently that wasn't finished. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, she did Voyager as well, and Voyager did like everything digitally. So maybe, yeah, maybe. Mm. Um, but that trailer's fucking, that trailer's awesome. Yeah. It's a cool trailer. It's a cool trailer. And, you know, I am, as we say, looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. It feels like a long time since we've had Trek, doesn't it? Mm. And, you know, back in the 90s, weeks. this would have been barely barely into our wait for the next season of whatever. Um, yeah. Um, I've, got some, I've got some notes um, on the trailer. Um, yeah. Only like the first half of the trailer mm-hmm. um, because I got distracted. Uh, <laughs> and you'll see what I got distracted by. Mm. Um, so first up, bosun's whistle. The trailer opens with a bosun's whistle, like like in the undiscovered country. Mm-hmm. Um, that's cool. Um, we've got Beverly giving it trust. No one conspiracy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Conspiracy, anyone? Mm. Do we reckon we're going to get a little bit of... Because, like, you know, then we have, like, you know, potentially Picard's potentially son um, saying, is anyone the person that you used to know? Now, that could be one of two things. Either conspiracy, everyone's got slugs up their butts, Mm. or that could just be a response to Picard saying one of those kind of generic reverie lines of like he's not the man I used to know yeah it's um Gautier (laughs) Gautier is having an appearance in Picard yes um uh Honey Bunny Amanda Plummer um when she says Picard she's like Picard Picard she's she's proper doing French Mm. oh hell 
and but it's like it's 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 so like um like when someone pronounces it quesadilla in the middle mm. of ordering food it's like oh yeah i'll have the uh the the quesadilla with a side of fries yeah uh and he's she's like oh it's good to see you again Picard. how's Picard. it going yeah um Jordy does not look happy in any image no well in presumably it... <laughs> his his daughter's been taken into a situation where you know she's if been you're put in care yeah if you if your kid was took to danger or even killed let's say one of your kids then mm-hmm. ooh. but yeah. it's not even the one that's played by his real daughter so he doesn't aren't they both played by his no, no, one of them is played oh, by okay. someone with a different last name. Oh, okay. Um, and yet Misha Burton is is not in it as much. Yeah, she um, is in the trailer at some point. But one one of the daughters gets her, her face put against a force field, doesn't she? Like bashed shit. into a force field by um, the bad guys. Oh, shit. Which we um, still don't know anything about the bad guys, really. No, we just know that they uh, may or may not be um, sympathetic. Yeah. Um, you know, which, you know, is something that no one's ever done, especially these days. No one's ever tried to to make the audience sympathize with the villain. Um, you know, they mm. definitely didn't do it in Black Panther or make a whole movie about the Joker uh, or any of that. Um. Yeah, here's, here's, uh, here's where I trailed off. Um, holy yeah. shit, Amanda Plummer is Christopher Plummer's daughter. Honey Bunny is Chang's daughter. Yeah. Holy shit. We knew this. We've talked about this. And Terry Metalis has talked about, you know, she's she's bringing a lot of her father's, like, sort of acting into this one. Oh, she's going to um, be quoting Shakespeare. If only. She's definitely going to be quoting Shakespeare in that big-ass fucking chair. Yeah. It makes sense for her to quote to Picard. 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 Um, Oh, Picard, have you ever read Shakespeare? Have you ever heard Shakespeare's original Klingon? Yeah. Uh, Picard. Maybe she's doing that to take the piss. Maybe she's like, (laughs) that's not cool. (laughs) That's not cool, honey bunny. Yeah. No, that, that's not cool, accents. Picard. Like my my family's like proper French, and your English family, your English French family, moved back to a French villa, and suddenly you're yeah. all French. Yes. No. Not on all. No. Second blue. Hmm. Yeah. There's been there's been some speculation that um that 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 guy that Eddie Redmayne looking fool mm. is 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 Picard's son. There's also been some speculation uh, around why Worf has adopted a pacifist philosophy, you know, regarding, you know, um, PTSD after the Dominion War and and wanting to, you know, be a peaceful envoy um, Mm -hmm. uh, for the Klingon Empire. Um, But when are we getting the the Worf comic the the star trek defiant um, comic not for a couple of weeks it's not going to be out before picard so maybe we're going to find out maybe something's going to go down in that comic that's going to result in him uh, 
adopting a pacifist yeah. philosophy. That's it. That's if the uh, writers of Picard talk to the writers of the comic, because you know they don't necessarily live in the same canon, do they? Not necessarily. No, um, no celery. No, no. Um, is one for you? He goes from passing fist to pacifist. How about that? Yeah. How about that? How about that for a joke? Does that count as a joke? That counts as a joke. That counts as a joke. Yeah. And they, they've said, haven't they already, that um, he's he's not going to be totally pacifist. He's just going to be peace first rather than his TNG. Let's fire. <laughs> These guys haven't hailed us back yet, sir. No, we'll fire. <laughs> I suggest quantum torpedoes. I suggest quantum torpedoes. Oh, my God. We're, we're getting... Captain, we're being hailed. Should we burn their house down? Mm. Yeah. Picard, uh, Wolf's probably the character I'm most looking forward to seeing, really, out of all the, mm-hmm. the yeah. TNG crew. Yeah, you know, I mean, to say he's adopted a pacifist philosophy, there there is a few shots of him in fight scenes. Mm. Um, so, you know, maybe now that he's become a pacifist, he'll actually win a fight. He won plenty of fights in DS9. He got his ass kicked for a lot, you know, yeah. like the same same thing with like when they blew up the the Galaxy class ship. Like beating Worf in yeah. a fight was always used as like a plot device to to show how hard someone was. Yeah, that was TNG, but by DS Nine, like he had that episode where he was in the prison camp, and it was just like next challenger, next challenger. Yeah, that was that was pretty cool. Yeah. That was cool. You're right. Yeah. Mm. One of the best Wolf episodes. One of the best episodes of DS9, really. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, there's a shot of like like Starfleet HQ or or something blowing up and falling into the ground. And what happens in every JJ movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that thing that happens in every JJ movie. Um, yeah. Uh, we're also going to get the Enterprise A uh, crashing into the planet. Um the Enterprise, uh, eh? Yeah, just uh, like a JJ movie. Oh, just uh, like a JJ movie. Let's keep that going, you know. Crush them every single time. Um, completely unrelated. Like they're just like they're doing whatever, and then they're just like, "Holy shit!" Yeah. <laughs> like, oh what my the god! What's going on there? <laughs> like one of the museum what? ships is crashing into the planet. <laughs> unrelated. We don't have time. Yeah. Um. We we do see um, a. It looks like Bev's um, medical ship crash into a ship, that's probably the Titan, and mm. we also see another Federation ship that isn't the Titan or Bev's ship, um, getting destroyed on screen as well. So, mm. a couple of Federation ships getting um, crap beaten out of them this season. Yep. Uh, I'm just scrubbing through the trailer now. I'm doing the same. <laughs> um, yep, there he is. Eddie Redmayne looking fucker. Um, what, what's this Bev in, Bev in a pod all about? It looks like he's been thrown into stasis, really, which, fine, yeah. Do we reckon that that's like her way of escaping whatever 
the fight that she's in is about. Yeah. Uh, that or she got put in there by the people that she doesn't trust or whatever. Who knows? Well, I mean, you wouldn't. You wouldn't trust them. People yeah. going around putting people into pods like that. that mm. They're dodgy. I don't think... Um, I don't think Moriarty is in the same environment as Law. Hmm. I'm so curious as to what's going on with Moriarty. Yeah. I mean, I wonder if, like, I wonder if the bad guy has gotten Moriarty's program out to devise her plan. That would be a that would be a good that would be a good move. Yeah. Just bring back all your. You know, biggest foes or whatever, but it it looks like um, we're going to call him Law for this, but they haven't announced that it's Law is working with Picard and Co. You know, the, there was a bit more of him that this trailer where he's you know saying, "Ah, oh, that's life," and you know stuff like that, uh, and he's having a I good mean, old can... smile. Well, was B four B four was in a draw. B four was in a draw. B4, more like in B, a draw. More like B draw. Yeah. Um, Which I, I suppose now that they've got now that um, the other Soong type androids exist, they could go back and go like, "Oh no, you just needed to flick this switch here, and Luffy works now." That was such a stupid name, B four. Like he's he's yeah. there in his workshop making making him, and mm. his wife comes in and she's like, "Oh, what are you gonna call him, B four? And she's like, "B four what?" And he's like, "I don't know." It, it it was originally, or he was originally called B nine, like benign, which <laughs> would have fit the story better. Yeah, but like that was a because bit he's harsh. like a Trojan horse. Harsh. He's a Trojan horse um, in the in the movie, isn't he? Really? So B nine yeah. would have worked. Um, but wouldn't it be funny if like the the if if B nine if B nine B four did like you know when he comes into full consciousness what like what if he's a prick too yeah just like yeah like data gave me his fucking mental engrams or whatever mm. to so that i could fully realize consciousness and it turns out i'm also a I'm dick a yeah and i talk with this accent oh mm. i I'm mean a I... fucking wanker yeah i've seen people like say um Oh, if it's Law or whoever, whatever robot it is, it seems to be um, smiling. But Data died with his emotion chip. But Data didn't die with his emotion chip. There's a deleted scene in Nemesis, and the comics afterwards show that B4 properly became Data when they went, oh, we've got Data's emotion chip here. Let's just yeah. plug this into B4. And then he became Data again. Yeah, and then he kept in the Enterprise. Yeah. Um when yeah, in the in the countdown comics. Those count that countdown comic was great. Yeah, it was. It was. Um Yeah. The uh, but also like Law smiled all the time. Law always had emotions. Yeah. That's why he was evil, because mm. as we all know, emotions make you evil. Yeah. That's why we're evil. We've yeah. also got Law's tick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I can't be law. What are you talking about? No. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but I, I am really looking forward to it. Um, 
I don't think I have much more to say about it, whatever. But yeah, mm-hmm. um, should be good. Should be interesting. Do we know if next week is a double bill or is it just a single? Oh, I don't know. Let's 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 give that a fucking Google. Uh, no, we got a um, no. It's one episode a week. Um, okay. Two days after Saint Valentine's Day. Ooh. Um, uh, so yeah, it's Ooh. a bullshit holiday. Yeah, that's it's a bullshit point. holiday. I, I forgot to say, outside of the US, um, this and Lower Decks are going to be on Prime and Paramount Plus. So, if, if watch it got, on Prime, yeah, watch it on Prime, yeah, pretty much. I mean, it does mean for people who don't have Prime, um, but have Sky, I think they get Paramount Plus for free. Yeah. So you can still watch it if you've got Sky. Cool. Just looking at some of the directors of the episodes. Everyone who directs episodes, they all direct two episodes each. Doug Ernioski, Ernioski, Doug Ernioski, Doug Ernioski, Doug um, does the first two. Then we've got Jonathan Frakes doing two, Dan Liu doing two, Deborah Kemp, Kempmeyer, and then Terry Metalis all doing two episodes. It's pretty good. They tr- they didn't want Frakes there, but he like bust in the door. He had his directing cap on and he was like, no. He's just like, you'll no, let me I'm direct. Gonna... You'll let me direct. He's like, oh shit! If we let him direct, he's gonna do two. I will direct two. Yeah. They're like, no, no, Mister Frakes. We're only doing a two-episode season. This is just for our. We're just filming other ones for our own home. I'll do them both. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we got anything else to say on this? Nah, man. Nah. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah, excited. This time next week, we will have seen it. Ah. Yay. So check back, you know, next week, this time, next week, whenever you see this for coverage. Um, Hell yeah. Hoo-hoo. Yep. We'll be, we'll be, we'll be doing, we'll be providing the same A grade content. Um, uh, remember all the content. Remember, um, remember when I made that suicide joke about that mice? Yeah, it's good. And times. I remember that Suicide Squad joke as well. You know, hey, that was good stuff. Yeah. But until next week, you know, <laughs> live long and prosper, motherfuckers. Live long and prosper. Uh, peace and long life. Double dumbasses. Links to Instagrams, whatever, socials, blah, 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 mm-hmm. below. Um, like, subscribe, do the things, do all that. Bye-bye. Goodbye. We're ah. going. <laughs>